KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. So, how has your dry January been going? Do you feel less bloated, more cleansed, or are you just counting down the days to February so you can go on a binge? Dry January is something that's really gained a lot of steam in recent years, but I wanted to find out does it make sense? Those dramatic changes, like, okay, you know, abstention, it doesn't work. Dr. Mariana Lazo is an associate research professor at Drexel University's Dornsife School of Public Health. She thinks there are a lot of big picture issues at play here, not just whether or not you take a break from drinking alcohol for a month. I think we now see more studies coming out demonstrating that no amount of alcohol is safe and that, you know, in general, the message should change. I'm Matt Leon, and today on KYW News Radio In Depth, Dry January. Is it worth it? Or are there better ways for us to think about changing some of our indulgent habits after the holidays? I know I have heard a lot about the idea of Dry January. Can you just kind of explain what this concept is? Well, this concept of dry January, I think it's uh, it's about uh, uh, realizing that you know after after all the December uh, celebrations where people tend to eat and drink a lot, and it comes uh, together with the with the fact that people tend to start to think about what they want to move forward in the year, and they realize that they want to cut in in the things that they believe are unhealthy. Uh, so uh, it, that includes uh, drinking too much and, and 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 eating too much. So I think it's a, it's a, the idea of okay, we've been partying a lot, we we ate uh, a lot, we drank a lot. Let's start to to be healthy. So basically, it kind of sounds like a very a very specialized New Year's resolution. Exactly. It's a, it's a, it, I, I would say it's a New Year resolution that comes after a period of uh, that is often you know not 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 hundred percent but characterized but just overindulgence. Is there any proof that it is effective? Does it help curb behavior with regards to alcohol, or is it like kind of most resolutions where people might give it a good faith try for a week or two, but then the first crappy meeting at work they have to have a glass of wine like is there any research or indication that it it has an effect on people not to my knowledge i mean there there is there is research showing how this overindulging and how this you know in december there there there's definitely this uh, uh, increases in alcohol related conditions and hospitalization so it is clearly documented that there's definitely an, an uptick dramatic in alcohol consumption, and that leads to bad outcomes that will probably generate in certain people, you know, like, oh, I do need to change, you know, you know, I, I was hospitalized because of, of my drinking. The most of the population, I think this is like all the other resolutions, there, there's going to be a period, you know, short, where we see this, uh, this reduction uh, um, in drinking. But that it's 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 difficult to sustain, and that's that happens, you know, with uh, people dieting and with people, you know, changing behaviors. We know that you know, changes in behaviors are are difficult. They are difficult to uh, to make them uh, sustainable, which gets to the point of you know what 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 is making what are the reasons people are turning into you know these 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 unhealthy behaviors, and so until we don't change those. Uh, those triggers, it's, it's hard to cope, no? And I, I think there, there's this notion of, of alcohol as a medicine for some people, no? To self-medicate. 
is there any concern if somebody kind of tells themselves, let's say middle of December, well, I'm going to do dry January and come January 2nd, I'm done. Any concern that that could kind of lead to binge behavior leading up to that because somebody tells themselves, well, I'm going to stop. So they go even further than they normally would because they, in their head, they're, well, this will be the last time for a long time, so I better make it count. Like, any concern with that? It could actually have a negative kind of a reflexive effect? That's a great question, Matt. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about, you know, whether we know what would be their motivation. We know that, you know, in December, there are these big peaks in drink, the drinking, you know, because of, uh, but we don't know necessarily if the reasons are like, okay, I'm going to stop. So let, let, let me now make it like uh, the, the last, uh, the, my, my last uh, drinking week. So I'm going to give it all, you know, because the, I'm going mm-hmm. to look, I think we, we know that from, from the literature for other behaviors that that may be the case. I think it's important. The lesson there is that those dramatic changes, like, okay, you know, abstention, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work because it doesn't work in the long run. And it doesn't work because of what people do before that, uh, that, that, that commitment. No. So I think a better approach in general is like, let, let me cut a little bit. That's the lesson because, you know, the, the, the not drinking at all. It's it then then you you have those unhealthy behaviors that binging you know in drinking or and, and, and eating. Does the idea of dry January, if you are able to even pull it off for a couple of weeks, and this kind of goes to your last answer, does it have any effect? Can it make you a little healthier if you're able to go for three weeks? Does the habit start to change, and maybe you reach for a water instead of pouring a glass of wine, or you know, is it? more the idea of moderation and is that more the way to go i think the way to go in general is more with the, with the, with moderation no and, and and cutting what is the what is the effect of cutting you know entirely alcohol and cutting you know for 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 a certain period of time we need to to think of uh, you know what's the, the kind of damage that alcohol does to to the to your health and and unfortunately most of the most of the harm of uh, alcohol is because of the chronic exposure to to drinking or and to binging episodes no that's when you know you have changes in the in the in in the tissues you know uh, like the your liver your brain that you know it's over time or over prolonged exposure to alcohol the body's uh, suffering there are other other type of alcohol related conditions more like accidents I think it's good to 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 drink less and, and feel how your your body you know feels, which leads me to the other point that I wanted to bring up, which is uh, the the concept of harm reduction. And I think you may you may have seen in re- stores how the the variety of products now with low alcohol volume or no alcohol has has really increased a lot over the last uh, few years. So I think you know. In the in the in the context of people being more uh, concerned with the health and, and and well-being and wanting to do some uh, some take, take 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 control about you know some of the the things that we do, the industry has has come up with a bunch of products that uh, have you know low alcohol volume or no alcohol at all, but you know feel uh, are, are are a great option you know for for people who are like okay you know I think you know I've been 
I've been partying too much in general, and I'm going to give it a try and 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 use these products, and or perhaps it's a combination of okay, I'll, I'll have you know one glass of wine, and then I'll switch to this no alcohol wine. I remember when I was you know 18 to 22, and alcohol was something you really went out of your way. I don't even mean over, but people have parties, their parents are out of town, stuff like that. It seems to me the younger generation. The push is not as nearly as strong as it was for me. Is that is there research like that that there's not nearly the push to to drink at a young age and, and it's not the I don't want to say priority because I don't want to make it seem like me and my friends were chasing it all over town, but it just it just doesn't seem to be as much of a player with the younger generation to me. Am am I crazy? Yeah, no, no, you're not crazy. You're 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 correct. In the average population, I think that there's has been some decline in the younger population. I think there's some uh, uptake of uh, among women. Women, you know, traditional they used to drink less, but now there's probably a little bit more pressure, and and then like you know, and and uh, for for drinking a little bit more. But on average, I think uh, it, things are changing. You know, the social norms and how things are, uh, 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 how how people regard drinking and and, and, and among the, 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 the youth, uh, things are changing. Another thing that was interesting, kind of in that realm, when you kind of look at, you know, quote unquote vices, there's a stigma to cigarette smoking. Fair or unfair, there's a stigma to marijuana and obviously to, to harder drugs. But there doesn't really seem to be that same type of stigma attached to alcohol. In fact, there's a whole cottage industry of encouraging, I don't even know if encouraging is the word, but, you know, house designs like mommy needs her wine and stuff like that, like little trinkets, you know, and if you did that with cigarettes, people would look at you like you're crazy. But alcohol can have incredibly damaging effects on your body, but we, it seems to be in a separate lane from the other ones that I mentioned. Is that fair? So you're absolutely correct. 50 years ago, the smoking situation and the marketing, you know, it was totally different. And, the, you know, the population was, you know, you had doctors smoking in hospitals, you know, high income groups smoking and being, you know, the rest of the groups wanting to do what they were doing because it looked nice and women wanted to pick a smoking. Then, then. We started to see all the damaging and, and a lot of public health work need to happen to, you know, demonstrate, okay, this is terrible, this is bad, and and then we need to regulate, we need to do taxes, we need to do, you know, all these uh, 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 measures to control the smoking and and and, and make sure, you know, the, the smoking companies are are clear with the messages. Now, with respect to alcohol, what has happened? So I think things are changing now. I can see how, you know, that I, now we're turning the page in alcohol. But it used to, you know, the concept of, of a little bit of alcohol not being harmful uh, and a little bit of alcohol even being, you know, good for health. So that has really, and then and then the alcohol in general, you know, the alcohol products in general, you know, that they have some, it's a combination of factors, but the, some of them, you know, like the, the grape uh, in wines, you know, you have the grapes, which are good. So it's the products are are not entirely the same as you know, like uh, mm -hmm. you cannot compare. And, and it's not a single product. You know, you have beers, you have vodka, you have whiskey, you have wine, you have red wine, white wine. You know, 
And then, and then the, and the, the smoking, you know, it's, everything is bad, no? So in the alcohol, you know, there was a little bit of room, room for us thinking that perhaps, you know, a little bit it's good, perhaps some type of alcohol are a little bit good because of their, the, the impact in what we were able to measure, you know? And that's, that's, you know, a lot of the work that epidemiologists like me do is trying to determine whether is it true that, you know, some, a little bit of alcohol can it be really uh, okay to to do, or is it more because of uh, other things that you know people who drink a little bit do that are 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 the ones that are leading to those positive uh, uh, outcomes, no? Like less cardiovascular disease. Now I think we now see more studies uh, coming out demonstrating that no amount of alcohol is safe, and that you know in general, you know. Uh, uh, the message should change. So I think that the page is turning, you know, I think the page is turning now and I, but it is going to take several, several decades to, for us to, to start to say, you know, it's, it, yeah, it's also, but don't do it, you know, or do it, you know, just, just minimal, but, or know that, you know, it, it's not good, you know, it's, it's tricky. It's not exactly the same as, as, uh, as, as, as these other biases, but, you know, this type of changes take a long, long time, you know, and a lot of evidence is needed. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio In Depth. You can listen to the podcast free anytime on the Odyssey app, and you can find it wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. <laughs>